everyone. This is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. I am so glad that you are back with us again today. We are back with Avanella and Noah and Elizabeth Parsons, and I'm so glad to have them back. We are talking this week because it's New Year's. It's 2023. Oh my word. Can you believe that? I cannot. That's just, that's crazy. 2023. I, do you when remember? Back to the Future's future? Does anybody oh. know? There's your trivia. Like, are we there? No. Are we in the future? I, I don't <laughs> know. I don't know. That's a good question that we're going to okay. have to look that up. We need There's to look it up. Schoolhouse Rock trivia for you. But remember the Prince song? Um, like the 1999 Prince song? I don't think the Parsons were alive then. Party like it's 1999. <laughs> they were alive in 99. Probably just barely. But I don't know the song. You are admitting that you listen to Prince. <laughs> well, I don't listen to him now. I feel like I you mean, just admitted to the whole world that you just, listen to Prince. Okay. I mean, that's like a song that everybody knows. <laughs> We're going to party like it's 1999. You don't remember that song, Abby? No. Yes, you do. You liar, liar, pants on fire. <laughs> you totally remember that song. Abby's playing Miss Innocent. Like, I don't, I've never listened to Prince before. I know, but I was singing have. MC Hammer to my kids the other day. Okay. <laughs> we were playing a game and I was winning so much. I was singing, can't touch this. No, 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 no. And they looked at me like I was insane. That's so funny. Anyway. All right. Well, I'm old. Yes, I am. And so <laughs> Prince was, I didn't listen to him. Anyway, whatever. Okay. It's 2023. We're, we're glad that it's 2023. <laughs> we're glad that it's a new year and we're glad to be back on the podcast. But before we get back into our conversation, I want to say thank you to our sponsor, BJU Press Homeschool. Do you want help managing your homeschool day on a day-to-day basis? BJU Press has a new homeschool hub that can dramatically simplify things for you. You'll be able to see your child's workload, document grades, modify schedules, and more. The BJU Press Homeschool Hub is the resource you need for painless planning and happy homeschooling. Visit BJUPressHomeschool.com to see how the hub can change your homeschooling. So um, Elizabeth and Noah, welcome back. This has absolutely nothing to do with what we're talking about, but I just (laughs) think this is such a cool story. So I just want you to tell it very quickly. Tell us about the day you found out you were having twins or that you had twins, because this is such an awesome story. I was not expecting this question. I didn't know where I you know, were I know. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you've mentioned a few times that you have two-year-old twins. Yeah. And so I just, I was thinking about your yeah, my story. twin yeah. discovery. Our story. Um, so we had, uh, we got pregnant in 2020 with the whole coronavirus deal happening and I had had um, all of my babies up until then in the hospital, um, naturally, but in a hospital. And this time I was like, we're not doing that again. I'm having a home birth. I put my foot down. I was like, this is what's happening. So um, I had prenatal care. I had a midwife, but I was doing a home birth and um, everything was as normal. It was a normal pregnancy. No, like crazy symptoms. Um, And the only thing towards the end, I was just a little bit bigger than normal and a lot more uncomfortable. And, um, I got an ultrasound the day before I went into labor. We had gotten a blood test, um, just to, to see what the gender was. Cause I didn't get an ultrasound either until this one at 40 weeks. Um, cause I didn't want to have to deal with the hospital. So we had gotten a blood test and we knew it was a boy. Um, so we were expecting Silas and, um, I went and got an ultrasound the day before I went into labor just to make sure, because, I had, we had kind of joked about it a couple times. Like, what if there's two in there? Like it was, it was a total joke. Like she'd never felt to never heard to never like 
nothing. And so I went to get the ultrasound. They just saw one baby. Oh, he's just big. He's long. He's head down. He's got a lot of hair. And then the next day I went into labor and I, um, Silas came out breach. Um, and I, you know, that relief that comes when you, when you have your baby and it was just like joy. And I finally got my home birth water birth that I had always wanted. And it was great. And then six minutes later, I thought I was delivering a placenta and another breach baby. Um, they were Frank breach, so not footling, but they were both, um, they were both born within six minutes of each other. And it was the greatest shock of our life. <laughs> that is the most incredible story. <laughs> and what I, I can't, is the second one a boy or a girl? It's a boy. It's another boy. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So the blood Luckily. test showed boy. Luckily. Very clearly. Otherwise they would have been named. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he always had a joke, like, before we even knew we were ever going to have twins. Like if we ever have twins and they're boy, girl, twins, we have to name them. Priscilla and I kill out of the wild. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she said yes. And we, I had said yes. We I'm like, we're not going to have boy, girl, twins. We shook on it. So yeah. we would have had to do that. We would have had to. You that shook on it. Funny. Yeah. If you which, shook on shaking it. Shaking sure. on it is basically like a pinky promise, basically. which in our house <laughs> is, you Like know, blood. I mean, it's like blood. Yeah, well, I mean, it's I'm like a contract. Girl twins, just for that fact. Oh, that, <laughs> that is, is so the funny. Greatest surprise you will ever have in your life. Truly, truly, that's yeah. amazing. In the tub, you did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Anyway, I love that story. Thank you for sharing that with us. So we're talking this week about New Year's resolutions and just renewing the things in our lives. And so on Monday, we talked about renewing ourselves spiritually, and we talked about the importance of growing ourselves, reading our Bibles, spending time um, in prayer, like diligently praying and being with the Lord. And that doesn't always look like this perfect little quiet time. You know, mm -hmm. I'm in a season now where my girls are 12 and 17. And so I, I do have a quiet time. I mean, I get up in the morning and I have however long I want really to just sit quietly and spend that time. And it's lonely, isn't it? Like, I feel like I miss those little pitter patters coming out I mean, I still have a little one, but yeah, you're like, oh, yeah. you wait all this time to have that morning quiet time and then you have it and you're like, this is lame and lonely. Oh like, no, I don't think so either. No. It's not lonely. No, oh, I, I do. It. I'm like, I wish I had a whole bunch of kids crawling on well, me no, right because, now. I, because I mean, my kids, you know, I'm with them all day long, but no, I love having my, quiet my tea, time. my, oh. yeah, my, my jasmine green tea and my vanilla creamer <laughs> um, right next to me. It's awesome. And just being able to spend time with the Lord. But yes. of course there was a time when I had little ones and I couldn't do that. And like you, Elizabeth, you know, it oftentimes that looked like my kids crawling on me or, mm -hmm. you know, nursing a baby and trying to read my Bible or whatever it was. And so mm -hmm. growing in our walks with the Lord and just surrounding ourselves with other believers and having those tightest two women in our lives and having those, those men in our lives as dads um, and husbands who will mentor us. And so I want to focus just for a little bit. I want to talk about renewing our homeschooling because as we're coming into this new year, we all know if we've been homeschooling for more than a year, that February can often bring this time of just kind of, I don't want to say dread, but um, almost overwhelm. Like we're just, which is kind of strange because we just took a big break, but it's almost this like February slump. We're like, oh man, you know, am I doing this right? What What's going on here? And it, it can be kind of a like homeschool depression, if you will. And so let's talk really quickly about how we can renew our homeschool in this new year? Yeah, sure. I think any mom goes through this. If they have homeschooled their, their kids, it's 
there's always this self-doubt where you feel like, am I doing enough? Is this the right curriculum? Is my kid, you know, caught up? Are they learning the things that they need to be learning? Am I doing anything right? Um, and everybody goes through this. And that's the beauty of homeschool is if maybe you feel like something's not right, you can change it because you're the, you're the teacher and you have control. You have full control. If your if your child is not responding to something correctly, you can, you can make a turn and do something differently. Um, and I think also it, for, for at least me, the weather has a, a whole bunch to do with our day. And so if we can't be outside for the majority of the day, it, it really makes it hard. Um, I, I really love doing morning time with my kids outside when we can. And so I don't know, I feel like maybe February is, is, you know, obviously one of the coldest months of the year. Um, and so not, you know, to not be able to be outside, it just, that can kind of contribute to a little bit of the, the, the blues as well. Um, and even sometimes just being able to like introduce new things, you know, like you don't always have to start in August. I know as a homeschool mom, for me, at least I always get all my curriculum ready and it's just like this buzz and this excitement, but that doesn't really come in January when you come back from the holidays. And so maybe, you know, don't start everything in August. Like if you have, um, like a constitution course, like I have that, that I've already purchased, but we haven't started it yet. Maybe I'll throw that in later in the year, you know, like being able to kind of change things up a little bit. I think it's helpful for us as moms and also helpful for our kids to have something new and exciting, but also within their same routine. How about you, Abby? How do you renew your homeschooling in the new year? Well, the I January's I love because December's so crazy busy. I love getting back into the schedule of January, but then February is brutal. I mean, it's just it for some reason February here is rough. Um, but we just renew. I, I think like like Elizabeth said, try try to do something new. We we take a break when we need a break. That's one thing that's really that we do. Like when everybody's when I can just tell we need a break, we take a break. We don't need to follow anybody else's schedule for breaks. So if we need to take a week in February, we'll take a week in February and just do something completely outside the box. I love that you give yourself permission to do that. Yeah. Because we I, feel like, wait a minute. We have to this, wait till the, spring break in April. Right. And it's like, who says? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And and sometimes taking that time off just to regroup and, right. you know, and have fun. I mean, take yeah. your kids to do fun things, whether it's snow skiing or sledding or just, you know, walks in the park, even if it's freezing cold, you know, uh, that Jenny Urich, she, she gets us with that. It's okay if it's cold outside, you know, bundle your kids (laughs) up and get outside. And I, you know me, Abs, I'm a big fat baby when it comes to being in the cold. Um, but, but I'm learning to, to enjoy it. It's kind of weird. Like the older I get, I'm learning to enjoy the cold and appreciate it. And we're flip-flop. If it's over 80, we can't, we don't go outside. (laughs) I mean, it's awful. Like yesterday it was three degrees and we were out there up the hill hiking. Uh-huh. It's like wow. our sanity. Insane. So you just do what's wor- what, what works for your family. And I think you yeah. read your kids and you, you don't push yourself when you don't need to. I mean, we can take breaks when we need to. And, and I think that's the big thing with homeschool. You do what works for your kids and your husband and your family. And then you don't get that burnout as much because you're not doing the things that work for everybody else. You're doing what works for you. Yeah. Amen. Have you tried CTC math yet with your child? Here's a testimonial from another happy homeschool mom. Amber said, I'm absolutely thrilled with CTC math. 
It's a rare find that I've used with my children for more than five years now. I have six children using CTC Math and each child has found it easy to navigate and very applicable. Thank you so much for all that you are doing in providing quality math lessons for my children. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com. That's ctcmath.com. Apologia supports homeschool families with Christ-centered K-12 homeschool curriculum designed to engage your student as they experience the awe and wonder of creation and their creator. Designed by leading scholars with a biblical worldview, Apologia's award-winning curriculum is written in a conversational tone directly to the student to encourage independence. Hands-on activities and experiments help students solidify the concepts they're exploring and build a lifelong love of learning. Visit us at Apologia.com. We are back with the Parsons. And that sounds like a TV show. It totally does. I was just right? going to say that. Back, back with, with the Parsons. Parsons. Back with the Parsons. Like a reality show. <gasps> totally. Where you like have a baby and then six minutes later, another baby comes. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> that would be a very exciting thing to have happen. That would be really fun. <laughs> Only we knew someone. Oh, we didn't get it on video. That is like forever. Oh, no. You did or you didn't? Oh, you didn't? No. Do you know what's special? Then that is just your memory, the two of you together that you get to just have together. Yeah. Well, I'm like a big, like, I want a photographer and a videographer. Uh Like, I don't want anybody in that room that doesn't need to be there. So I like honor that with my birth. We've never had anything like invasive like that. And Uh yeah, but I'm like, how did you not get that on video? Oh, that's so funny. Phone in the tub, I told you. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Well, okay. We, we've we talked about renewing ourselves spiritually. We've talked about renewing our homeschool. Um, let's get into talking about the thing that is, I think, at the forefront of everybody's mind in the new year. And that is taking care of our bodies. And whether that means getting in shape physically or starting to eat right or, you know, what, whatever that looks like, I, you know, every gym in town has big, huge signs up, you know, in front of their gym, you know, join now for a dollar a month or, you know, no contract, whatever it is, because they know this is the time of year that everybody's really thinking about these things. And homeschool moms, of course, are included in that. And, and I know for myself, it's like, oh, it's a new year. Oh yeah, I should probably start eating healthier. I should probably start exercising. I should probably start doing all the things that I tell myself in January of every year. And then eh, it tapers off. Um, but talk to us about your journey of really getting into more of a holistic lifestyle that you're in now. Well, we weren't always the way that we are now. It's been a a progression over the years. I um, actually am a registered nurse by trade. Um, I went to school and graduated in 2011 as a registered nurse and worked for um, a while before I came home full time. And so I have um, kind of have that background of like that Western medicine. And so you don't really hear a lot of nurses that live a more holistic lifestyle. And so I think the turn for me was getting pregnant with our daughter. Um, It made me kind of question everything that I was doing because you're not only caring for yourself, but you're also caring for another human. And so I think that's just an instinct to want to like do everything right. And so it was that paired with um, Noah's journey of 
struggling with autoimmune disease. He was very, very sick for a while. And we were kind of failed by the allopathic system where it was just, oh, we'll just take this drug and cover up the symptoms, but not really figure out the root of why you're so sick. Um, And he has been the spearhead of our wellness journey, truly. Like, he jokes with me about this. He's like, I made you like everything that everything that you are is because <laughs> of like the things that I did. And it, but it's so true. Like I wouldn't be in this position that I am if he hadn't been the person that he is. And I I give him full credit for that. I'm kind of like the face of Purely Parsons, but he's truly like the the gears and the things that kind of hold all of that together and, and really jump started that for us. So um, he, he really bucked the system of, it was really the Lord though, too, because like when all the terrible things are happening to you and you're in your twenties and you're like, why me? Like, like, why is this happening to me? Especially as a guy getting autoimmune disease, like everything I read is like, oh, it's more common among women and all this stuff. And, and it's hard when you're in just like having no answers and, you're just feeling terrible all the time and you're getting sicker and sicker and you're starting to project forwards thinking like, well, if this is the way that I'm getting now and I'm getting worse and worse, like what is it going to be like in this many months? And as men, you know, generally it's like we have to provide for our families. And so you start getting scared for your family too. But looking back now, once, you know, he brings us to those valleys and back into the mountaintops and, you know, Along the journey, it's we really are so fortunate that it happened to us so young. Mm-hmm. You know, we really are fortunate that through that process, he was able to teach us so much about his creation, you know, the human body and how we are fearfully and wonderfully made, you know, in the the image of God. And yes, we're, we're fallen creatures, but still, you know, we have amazing bodies and our bodies are all that we have. And we live our life experience in our bodies and it affects our ability to do so many things. And so that's really been, I think, important to us is just being as healthy as we can, because we're just constantly bombarded by the world, you know, from all sides. You know, it's through the food, through the messages that they're trying to send to our children and, and all the rest of it. And so we really want to be able to perform at as high of a level as we can in order to you know, be able to get out a message and be able to, you know, have enough energy to deal with five kids and be able to, you know, do all the things that we do. I, I think it's important that we feel good and, and are healthy. And so we really have made it, I guess, um, a, a pretty high priority in our lives because yeah. we see the importance of it. At, at some point, it was like, this was survival for us. If yeah. I didn't do like a list of things then I got really sick and I wouldn't be able to go to work and then I wouldn't be able to provide for my family but now it's like we've gone past the survival mode and into you know flourishing I guess you could say and I just owe it all to the Lord I do joke around like you know you stole my recipes you know I'm like (laughs) I pretend like I'm the chef and she's my sous chef but really it was all the Lord that did it and I'm just thankful that we're able to get to the other side and be able to appreciate, you know, what he did. Well, and and also kind of piggybacking off of that is 
we do a lot of the things that we do for our children and for their health. And I think that so many parents nowadays have sick kids. I mean, our, this is the first generation where our children are not expected yeah. to outlive us. Yeah. Um, that's frightening. I, yeah. I want my children around. I want to live a long life and I want them to live a long life. And so I think the, a lot of the decisions that we make is for them. And I want them to see the value in that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we are out of time, but we are going to come back tomorrow and we're going to talk more practically about this and what it can look like for us to really dig into a healthy lifestyle and pass that on to our children. Just like we want to pass on a legacy of loving Jesus and knowing the Lord, we want to pass on a legacy of healthy living um, so that we all can live as long as we as possible a healthy lifestyle and be able to serve the Lord because that is the most important thing. So thank you so much for joining us. Tell us one more time where we can find out more about the Parsons. Um, we are on Instagram at Purely Parsons. Sounds great. We'll link that in the show notes, though most of you probably already know <laughs> that she's on Instagram and probably already follow her. So thank you guys so much for being with us. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Bye. What we do at IEW is break through the, the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts, and we say, this is what you do, step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents, this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com.